Good morning and a good talk. We continue uh, with our brand new format of our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. This morning's program uh, is sponsored by the Saravaisky family, Shkaich Remoisha, sponsored Uli Nishmas Leiv Ben Yidl, upon the Shloishim of Leiv Ben Yidl, Mrs. Saravaisky's father, Shavin Ali for the Neshama. Right, Mrs. Sarah, I said Mrs. Saravaisky. Yes, father, yes. The father-in-law of Ramesha and the Shabin Ali for the Neshama. And uh, how appropriate it is that we have the sponsorship for the, the um, father-in-law and the father of Mrs. Hervaisky as we're continuing here in Hilchus Kibrav Aim, as we started last week, going through Hilchus Kibrav Aim now, Vichavrusa. So uh, we went a little further this week. We'll speak at just um, some interesting applications and discussions that arise in the uh, halachas that we did this morning. So we started with here um, Siv Gimel in Hilchus Kibrav Aim. We wrapped, we've, last week we began Moira. We saw in Hilchus Kibbut of Aim, there's, there's Kavit and Moira. Yira for one's parents and Kavit for one's parents. We saw mostly last week what Yira was all about. Um, their place is reserved for them. Their discussions, their uh, seats, their, 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 their um, uh, arguments and, and their name, all that, they, I have to put them on a, a pedestal above me, a place that's not accessible to me. That's Moira. And um, we saw in Gimel, and before we transitioned over to Kavod, we started seeing Kavod this morning, so Gimel tells us, what's the extent of, the, of the, the, the fear that one has to have for one's parents in, in uh, giving them that uh, accord and deference and, uh, you know, not intruding to their space and not, as we saw last week, it's really not, a, it's about not equating yourself with your parents, not making yourself, you know, shoulder to shoulder, buddy, buddy with your parents. You're not someone that can, like, address them the way you address a friend. You can't relate to the, them the way you relate to a friend. So how far does that go? So the Shulchan Aruch tells us, based on the Gemara and Kedushan, this famous Gemara with Dama Benesina that says that uh, he was once, um, you know, he, was a, he, was a, he wasn't Jewish, but he was a dignitary, and he was there with all the dignitaries of Rome, dressed very, very um, respectfully. And his mother comes in, and his mother takes the things, just throws them away, and starts spitting him in and ripping his clothes. And the Gemara says, Dabba ben was silent, he didn't react. So that, that becomes a model for behavior, for, for to respect, for fear for one's parents. So it says the Shulchan Archoya ben Lavush Chamudais, the Yoshev Reisha, Kahal, Uvao Ava Imai Vikaru. So even if the son becomes a very respected, dignified individual, he sits at the, the, the and his parents come in, they, 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 they're they embarrass him, they shame him, they rip his clothes, they, they spit at him, they start shouting him in, in, in public, in public, doesn't say anything back, doesn't react, he has to be silent. Be silent for Yerim in Melech Malchei Amlochem and he has to sit silently and have fear of Hashem, who told him this is what he needs to do. So, uh, the conclusion for this halach is a little bit funny. It's a little almost counterintuitive. As was pointed out, actually, Rabbi Shane uh, picked up on this and, 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 and made a very good point over here. We would expect the conclusion of Shulchan Aruch to, to, to wrap up as, as follows, say, even if, you, you know, how far does fear of your parents go? Even if they... Um, embarrass you in public and publicly humiliate you, you have to have fear of them the same way you'd have fear of, of, of someone very, very um, fearsome. You know, let's say someone with a lot of power, someone with a lot of authority, uh, a king. An actual king would come in and, and start bullying you and start uh, sh- shaming you and embarrassing you in public. You wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, you know, you wouldn't push him, you wouldn't shout back at him, you wouldn't defend yourself, you wouldn't get upset. You, 
You'd say, well, I, I have to keep myself in line, and I have to accept whatever this guy's going to do. This officer, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the, the person who has power and authority over here, certainly we wouldn't, we wouldn't talk back to a king, to a melech basar v'adam. So you have to have the same fear for your parent you have for, uh, of a melech basar v'adam. The, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't say that. He says, you have to have fear of Hashem, who told you to do this halacha. It's almost like a curveball that he throws out. It, it happens to be that the Rambam actually does conclude this in the intuitive way, the way that Rabbi Shane wanted the Shulchan Aruch to wrap up, the Rambam does say such a thing. The Rambam says that even if your parents shame and embarrass you in public, they publicly humiliate you, you have to be quiet, you have to take it silently without reacting to them, without responding, and pretend as if they, say to yourself, what would I do if it would be a melech buster of a dumb? I would keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to argue back to the melech buster of a dumb who can snap his fingers, have me beheaded, throw me in jail, take away all my money, so I have to have the same fear for my parents. It's funny that Shulchan Aruch doesn't do that. Um, Shulchan Aruch seems to be covering all cases, and, and, and we'll, we'll bring this forward as we get to, um, as we get to COVID. We're going to talk about, in a moment, COVID. A lot of the applications of COVID and Moira is um, trying to find a way that I can give them that COVID, I can give them that Moira, not just to go through the halachas, but to be able to, you know, with, with, in a genuine way, apply the halachas. So, you know, sometimes it does work. Sometimes it works when, when a person is humiliated publicly, shamed by his parents, to say, well, I'm going to be silent and quiet because I'm going to be madama to myself, like they're a very dignified, respected, and fearsome, like a fearsome authority, person of authority, so that can work, but it doesn't always work. A person's not always able to do that. He doesn't always have that relationship with his parents, that he doesn't always have the ability to see his parents as fearsome individuals, as a melech boss of Adam. Sometimes this works, sometimes this doesn't work. The Rambam wants us to work with that. The Shulchan Aruch L'chaira is taking it beyond the Rambam and saying, what, what do I do in a situation where I can't like that? In other words, that's the Farsh Tetzach. That goes with that saying, when I can make that, um, you know, that, 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 uh, that exercise, play that mental exercise, then I do that. I look at my parents, I look at my father, my mother, who are shaming me publicly as, as, as a fearsome melech boss of Adam. But when I can't do that, I need something else that's going to give me a backup, something that's going to allow me to not react. So that's where Shulchan Aruch is coming in. What gives us that strength to, 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 to take it and swallow it and, and, and preserve the moira that I'm supposed to have for my parents is remember that this is what you're supposed to do. This is what HaKosh Baruch Hu asked you to do and to find a sort of, a sort of uh, peace and calm within that. And, 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 and this is the appropriate thing for me to do right now. This is Ratzna Torah. This is Ratzna Boire is to accept this humiliation. And, and this is a good thing for us to hear because, you know, who isn't embarrassed by their parents, right? Everyone's embarrassed by their parents. Everyone, you know, no one wants to be seen in public with their parents, no matter what age you are, right? Like, uh, 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 you know, just walk a little ahead of me, walk a little behind me. And if people asks you, ask you who you are, maybe say, you know, you're like a, a cousin or a distant relative. Everyone's embarrassed from, from their parents at some point. Um, but at Heichan Moira, how far does Moira go from, from one's parents? It rides right off of us. We let it roll off of our backs, right off of our shoulders. We tell ourselves that my, my mitzvah is to, to, be, to, 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 to uh, not let that affect me. To not, I'm not even going to think about it. I have, I have a, a, a calmness. I have a certain strength in knowing this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked me to do. So whatever arrives as a result, even if it results in shame, humiliation, and public degradation, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked me to do. That's what the Shulchan Aruch is telling us. Because then that wraps up Moira. And um, then we move on to Kavit. So let's talk about Kavit a little bit. Kavit is, is um, honoring them. How Kavit differentiates from Moira is we said Moira is all about don't equate yourself with your parents. You're not buddy-buddy. 
You're not side by side. You can't relate to them the same way you relate to a chaver. Your parents are a notch above you on a, 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 a pedestal that you can never reach. Covet is something else. Covet is taking care of them. As we see, take care of their physical needs. Be there for them. Take care of their needs. Be there to help them out. Their, their physical needs, that, that's covet. <clears throat> um, let them see that you're there to take care of them and actually take care of them. So the examples that Shulchan Aruch gives us are machilu, mashkeu, malbish, machasa, machnus, umoitzi. Feed them, give them to drink, get them dressed, take them in, take them out. So what does that look like practically? So first of all, machilu and mashkeu is not limited, you know, feeding them, is not limited to actually feeding them, you know, bringing the, serving them the, the, the food when, they, when you, we have the opportunity to be in the same, um, you know, at the same table with our parents, we have our parents over, we're visiting our parents, they're not just limited to bringing the food and putting the food down in front of them uh, at their seat, but preparing the food, that's also included, the Gemara says that, you know, you know your parent likes a certain dish prepared a certain way, you have a mitzvah kibbutz aim, includes, covers, preparing the dish the way they like the, the dish prepared, the frying a fish the way they like the fish fried, making the coffee the way they, they, they like that coffee made. And it was pointed out that what if your parents don't like coffee? It was correctly pointed out. If your parents don't like coffee, then don't make them coffee. But if they like coffee, and they, they like it a certain way, with a certain amount of milk, a certain amount of sugar, a certain temperature, so the mitzvah is not just to, to bring them the coffee. Making the coffee is already included in the mitzvah of Kibbutz Avim, understanding how they like it and how they want you to make it. Um, and that extends to, you know, any type of food or drink that you're making for them, that you're serving. It's not just the serving, it's also the preparing. So a very interesting shayla arises like this within feeding your parents. That is, what if, you're, what if your parents, they, they love a certain type of food, they love a certain type of physical experience, and it's just very bad for their health, very detrimental to them. Say your father's a chain smoker. He's a chain smoker. And... and uh, Chain smoking is not a good thing, but he sends you to the store. He says, you know, can you go buy me a, a carton of cigarettes? Go buy me a carton of Marlboro. Go buy me a, a crate of Marlboro. He sends you off to, to buy him a, a, a carton of cigarettes, a pack of cigarettes, a, a crate of cigarettes. Or he um, has an high, high issue with high cholesterol. He has cholesterol issues. And he wants, you to, to, uh, he, he wants you to go to the store, buy, pick up a candy bar, and deep, deep fry some candy bars for him. So what do you do? You have to feed them, you have to give them food, you have to give them drink, you have to take care of their physical needs. What happens when, 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 when that, you know, impacts and, and that, that there's a conflict between that and, and, and their health? So, so the Paiskim actually, they address this based on, it's not a modern day discussion, it actually goes back to a Sefer Hasidim. The Sefer Hasidim that poses the following situation. Says the Sefer HaChassim, he has a few shtiklach where he talks about Kibbutz Avim, and a lot of the place can bring down the Sefer HaChassim in several places. He, he, he establishes certain basics in Kibbutz Avim. Sefer HaChassim says the following, gives us the following scenario. He says, what if the doctors have told your father, you have to stay away from this food, this food is terrible for you, this food is going to kill you. Stay away from fatty food, stay away from oil, stay away from cigarettes, stay away from alcohol. And, and the doctors have told your father is going to kill you. And then your father, you know, calls you aside, says, you know, go, go get me that deep fried candy bar, go get me uh, the french fries, go get me a pack of cigarettes. Says the Sefer Hasidim, you're not allowed to listen. You're not allowed to listen to your father. You have to disobey him because Kibbutz Avim now tells you, keep your father alive. Kibbutz Avim is telling you, keep your father alive. Don't kill your father. That's how we look at it. 
Okay, so this is Sefer Achasidim. He's clearly telling us that if it's an issue of something being detrimental, a detriment to your father's health, so keeping your father alive trumps his his you know momentary fleeting enjoyment of this of this uh, this, this this vice, and the keyword of aim is to keep him alive. The poiskim in 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 clarifying this in halacha they say that. Um, we go more or less with the actual scenario that the Sefer Hasidim poses, which is, we wait to hear this from, you know, a professional, from a doctor. If your father has received medical advice, they've checked him out, they've given him tests, given him tests, they say, you know, you have to stay away from this, this is really going to destroy, this is going this to kill you, this is bad for you, that's bad for you, the, the other thing is bad for you, um, you have to stay away from this, or else, at that point, that's when the scales tip of... of uh, your father's health over your father's hana, we go to the, the, the side of health, and you ha- then at that point you're allowed to ignore your father, and you say that, no, since the doctors have said that this is going to kill my father, I have to go with that, and that's my keep of him, is keep him alive. But if he hasn't gotten, you know, that, that hoiro yet, he has, the doctors haven't come out and told him, you, you can't have this, you have to avoid that, um, it's rather just a, a, a matter of, you know, I don't think this is good for my father, I want to keep him away from this, I want to spare him from fatty foods, from... From uh, you know, food, from from simple carbohydrates, I want to see him have a diet in complex carbohydrates. And he 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 keeps asking me for for rye bread. I know whole wheat bread is better for him. He likes white rice, the Chinese white rice. I want to get him whole grain rice. So if it's a matter of just like my own health concerns, my own health ideas, in in in, in, in structuring my father's diet, at that point I don't have yet the right to ignore his direct request. I do have to, um, you know. I do have to, to um, satisfy his requests. So long as he hasn't gotten that sack, that those are the doctor's orders, you have to stay away from this thing. It's us, sir. If he, if he hasn't gotten a ban on something, if the doctors haven't told him, you have to quit smoking ASAP, then yes, when he sends me to the store to buy cigarettes, I have to buy him cigarettes, even though they have all the Surgeon General's warnings on them. You have to buy the pack of cigarettes. But if the doctors tell him, you've got to quit smoking, this is going to kill you, then, then uh, you, you, you get him to quit smoking, then you can't bite. Now, what if he refuses to go to the doctor? What if he refuses to go to the doctor? So you have to figure out a clever way to get him to the doctor. You have to, and keep it of aim is, is taking care of your father. You have to get him to the doctor, get a, get a doctor to give him a, a sack. That you have to figure out how to do that. But again, if it's just my own ideas versus you know, my, my health concerns and my, uh, you know, my interests versus my father's, then you go with your father. But if your father has been told clearly this is going to kill you, then you're not, at that point you actually ignore him. Yeah. I know, I said that, yeah, the surgeon, even with the Surgeon General's warnings. What? The Surgeon General didn't check your father out. He didn't check out your father. But look, if you happen to know that your father, you know, sometimes we know these things without having taken him to the doctor, that the cigarettes are, 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 are uh, you know, are, are, are killing him, then that's a different story. Again, if it's clear that the cigarettes are, 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 are killing him. But uh, there's people who smoke, occasional smokers, and does say on the backs, that cigarettes will kill you, but you know, let's say your father likes to have a cigarette, you know, once in a while. Not, 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 not something that's clearly killing him, so you can't ignore him at that point. You know, he likes to have a smoke, likes to have a smoke once in a while, an occasional smoke. It does say on the box that cigarettes kill you. You don't have the right at that point to ignore his wishes. Yeah, what was that? Everything is bad. Look, you know, everything is bad. What's not bad? Cream cheese is bad for you. Bagels are bad for you. Bagels are, 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 are simple carbohydrates, unless you got the whole wheat one. 
Everything is bad. What's not bad for you? You can stop your father and father. Chalm is bad, right? Potato kogel. You know how much oil is in potato kogel? A slice of potato kogel. What? Yeah, so, the, so that's the thing. So everything is bad, but nothing will kill you as long as it's done in moderation. You know, if someone has an occasional cigarette, it's not going to kill you. Yeah, if someone has an occasional l'chaim, alcohol. Everything in moderation is, 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 is okay, right? So your father wants to ha- asks you to pour him a shot, you know, uh, uh, for, uh, uh, he wants to make a l'chaim. Pour, pour me a shot of, uh, you know, of uh, a scotch. No, 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 alcohol is very bad. I'm not doing it. Unless you know, if you know, you know your father's an alcoholic. Again, not everything you have to take your doc, father to the doctor for. If you know your father's a chain smoker and you see he wheezes, he can't walk, his lungs don't work, then you're not allowed to buy him cigarettes even if he never went to the doctor. You see your father, Rahman is an alcoholic, you can't pour him anything, you, have, you can't buy whiskey for him, you can't buy scotch for him. You don't have to take him to the doctor. You have to say that dictates that. But, but your father is not an alcoholic, he's not a chain smoker, and he wants you to get him a cigarette. I can't say that this cigarette is not killing him, this shot of, of, of scotch is not going to kill him. At that point, you have to go with what your, what your father's request is. But if it's clearly, if, 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 it's, if it's sending him to his grave, then you, then you ignore him. You actually ignore him. The Russians can hold more. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, Russians can hold more than Americans can. Yeah. Um, okay. Machnes uh, Umoitsi. You take your father in and you take him out. Um, what does that mean, to take him in and take him out? It means a couple things. It means, you know, um, um, when pe- as people get older, it's harder for them to walk around. And uh, we should all see our parents have good health till 120, but, you know, as you get closer to 120, sometimes you need help, you know, getting up from the chair, getting down from the chair, walking up the stairs, walking down the stairs. So the mitzvah of Kidav Aim. Uh, sense to helping your, physically your parents uh, walk in, walk out, walk up the stairs, walk down the stairs, get in the car, get out of the car. To help your parents in the car, help your parents out of the car, take their hand, take them by the elbow, give them support. It's mamish referring to that. But, but um, it's also referring to just escorting your parents. There's a big thing, you know, it's, it's important uh, for a child to, to hear this and to know that parents like to be escorted. They like to be walked by their children. So your father, your mother comes to visit you. You go to show them. Walk them to shul, walk them back from shul. Wait, wait for them so you can walk them back. Wait, wait for them to leave the house. You can leave the house together with them. Walk them to where they need to go. Walk them back from where they're, from where they're going. That's, that's included in Machnes and Maitzi, is giving them that covet of showing them that, you know, you want to escort them, you want to accompany them, you want to be malava them. That's included in Machnes and Maitzi, is, is, is uh, walking around with them. Um, we're told you have to do it with panem uh, yafais, that when you give your parents COVID, it's critical to do it with a cheery countenance, with, with happiness, and not panem zayafais. And, and this is, let, let's now just like wrap up the halachas with this. Um, at least as important, if not more important than all the halachas and how you do the, and what you're doing is how you're doing it, is how you're doing it. Because the last thing the parent really wants is to get mechanical keyboard of aim for the you know to see that the child is doing it because why is my kid making me a coffee? Why is my kid walking me? Why is my kid uh, you know get bring me my shoes because Shulchan Aruch said so? My kid is very good with following the halachas of Shulchan Aruch. My kid has a lot of years shemaim, a lot of years Shulchan Aruch. Oh wow, he follows these halachas so meticulously. This is the last thing a parent wants. That's not genuine covet. 
That's a, a kid who's doing it mechanically, a kid who's doing it because, okay, that, that's what the Shulchan Aruch said, and he has, doesn't have any choice. That's exactly why the Shulchan Aruch comes to tell us, you do B'panim Yafis, meaning, covet has to be genuine. When, you, when we're mechabit our parents, it has to be coming from a place where I really look up to them, and I really respect them, and I want to respect them. And here again, we invoke a Sefer Hasidim, a well-known Sefer Hasidim, who, who, who says something else in Kibbutz Avim. Says the Sefer Hasidim, that part of Kibbutz Avim comes together with not only machilo mashkeu, preparing my parents' food, and serving them, and escorting them, and walking together with them, Kibbutz Avim obligates me to find something about my parents that I can admire. Kibbutz Avim is me to admire my parents, to look up to my parents, and to respect my parents. I have an obligation to find something about them that I can admire. And, you know, and we're all thinking, well, is there anything I can admire about my parents? Right? Yes, yes. If there's something good about them, everybody's parents has at least one good redeeming quality, if not more than one. But you have to isolate that something about your parents that you can admire, that you can respect, that you can look up to, and say, look, you know, my father is a very responsible person. My father takes good care of his family. My father is very erluch. My mother is very generous. My mother is very patient. My mother is very loving. Find something, one thing, a, a few things about one's parents that you can admire, that you can respect, and you say, my father deserves me to take care of him because he shines in this area. I can admire him. I look up to him in this area. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing Sefer HaChasidim, and that really creates a whole approach to keep it of aim. It's not just about the halachas. It's not just about going through the act. It's about the the relationship, the ideology, it's about how I look at them, how I relate to them. I have to put, find a place where I can admire my parents, where I can look up to them, where I can respect them, and that becomes the, the, uh, the, 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 the backdrop and the, the, uh, the springboard upon which I give them the covet. So I'm, I, so I'm doing it in a very genuine way, in a very sincere way. It's an honor to go ahead and, and uh, you know, bring you this cup of coffee. It's an honor to escort you. And, and it wouldn't be dissimilar to what, you know, we all have people that we look up to and we admire, even if it's just for one small area, you know. We have, uh, we have, we have sports figures that we look up to them, we admire them, and we put pictures of them on the wall. Why? Because they know how to kick a ball, they know how to kick a ball well, right? What are they like outside of the soccer field? What are they like off the football field? What are they like outside of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the baseball diamond? What are they like in real life? Who knows? These guys could be mushchasim, shkatsim gemurim, right? People nivel, peh, what? Bums, that's right, total bums. Bums daraisa, these people could be, right? Total bums and total mamish uh, uh, um, hoodlums, hoodlums. Yet, yet, you know, what if we had the opportunity to make a cup of coffee for our favorite sports figure? What if we had the opportunity to escort, to walk, even like, you know, Dalit Amis, our, our, the, 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 the star quarterback, we would run to do such a thing. Why? Because we have genuine admiration for them. Because they know how to fl- throw a football very well. They know how to kick a soccer ball in, 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 in an amazing way. So we admire them for one small prat cotton. But we do have genuine admiration and appreciation for them. And we want to be mechab them. That's what the Sefer Hasidim is telling us about our parents. There's at least one thing that you can admire about your parents. One thing that, you know, you prepare to put their picture on your wall. You find that one area, at least one area, if not more, where they shine, where I, I can admire and respect them. It's a schutz. It's an honor to walk. It's an honor to make you coffee. It's an honor to make you food. That's the, 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 the yisoid, the pinasai yisoid, that upon which all these halachas are ultimately built, is, is, is finding something you could give them covet for, and that's what it means. The Sefer Panam office, you're doing it in a genuine, sincere way, a real way. I'm not just following halachas. I really admire you. I really see it as, as, as a privilege to, uh, to take care of you.
Um, lastly, so now based on that, let's just let, let's the, move on to the last area that we're going to discuss this week for, for COVID, and that is, you know, so a lot of it is getting into our parents' mindset, what they want to see from us, what, what they appreciate, you know, they appreciate being escorted, they appreciate when we walk them, they appreciate when, when um, they see we're doing it with sincerity. The Paiskim tell us that included in COVID, in Machilo, Mashkeo, Malbish, Machas, Machnes, Machnes, and specifically, is keeping an ongoing open relationship, a Kesha with my parents. Communication, communicating with my parents. Included in Machnes and Maitzi, escorting them, being involved in their life, is reaching out to them occasionally. Let's say they don't live nearby. Picking up a phone and calling them once in a while, wishing them a good Shabbos, wishing them a good week, after Shabbos, a good Vach, getting on the phone and, and calling them up, communicating them, that's included in Machnes and Maitzi, that's being a good child, giving that, them that covet. If they don't live nearby, you're obligated to go visit them once in a while. And someone who lives in, a, in the States, the parents are in Eretzisol or vice versa, you actually have an obligation, Kibbutz Avoim obligates you to visit your parents occasionally. If they live out of state, if they live out of town, if they live in a different country, you have to figure out what works for you within your lifestyle, but you have an obligation to visit your parents in person occasionally. You do have an obligation to do that. Kibbutz Avoim is mechaiv you to do that. What about mamish living in the same city as them? Is Kibbutz Avoim mechaiv you to live if you have a choice, if you have options, you have to live where your parents live. So theoretically, there's an idea that if all things are equal, someone should actually live in the same town as their parents. Someone is supposed to live in the same town as their parents. And we actually learned this from Yosef HaTzadik and Yaakov Avinu. The Gemara tells us that Yosef was, was um, that, I'm sorry, that Yaakov Avinu was punished. Yosef was taken away from him for 22 years because Yaakov was not was not together with Yitzchak for 22 years. Since Yaakov spent 22 years on the run, and he spent 22 years in base Lavan, he neglected his, his parents' covet. He didn't live with Yitzchak and Rivka. Therefore, Yosef was taken away from him for 22 years. For 20 years. Excuse me. Um, so, so, so we learned from here that ideally, when a person has the ability to live in the same city as their parents, you're supposed to live in the same city as your parents. Now, this obviously is not far, far, far from black and white because we take lots of things into account. We'll talk about this more next week. At what point does the, do, we, do, we, do we draw the line between taking care of my parents and taking care of myself? You know, maybe for my own, my own career, my own family, my own development, I have to be here, my parents are over there, I just can't do it. Could all those things have to be taken into account? But the ideal is if a person can live in the same place as their parents. It obviously is not always feasible for everyone, but that's the ideal. And that brings us to the, to the within this, the, the final Nakuda, which is, what about bringing your parents into your house? A person, their parents get along in their years, and they're no longer capable of living alone. They're no longer capable of independent living. So the question arises, the difficult question arises, what do you do? You send them off to the retirement facilities, to the old age homes, or, or you figure out who's going to take them in. Somebody takes them into the house. Let's speak out the ideal again. The ideal in Hilchas Kibbutz Aim is someone should take them to the house. Because what, 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 what does the parent prefer? What, what's more covered for the parent? The Machilu Mashkeu and Malbush, Mechas, Machnes, Umaiti. It's clear from the Allah that the son is supposed to be taking care of all these things. A child is supposed to be taking care of all these things. And the parents certainly would much rather move into their kid's house than to be sent off to some old age home, to a retirement facility. In an ideal sense, Kibbutz Aim is actually Mechayev, a person taking their parents in. 
And not only that, Chaim Kanievsky in the Sefer over here, Derech Sicha, he brings down a Yerushalmi. He wants to taina that the right way to look at this, because someone addressed him who was having a hard time with this, they needed a chizik. Chaim cites a Yerushalmi that says that all of Kibbalavim is really a pirayin chayv, is paying off the debt. Meaning we accumulate a certain amount of debt to our parents. So, you know, we live at home until we're in our, you know, 20s at least. And our parents spend money on us, they take care of us. We're living in our parents' house. Keep it up, aim is really paying off that debt. So the same way I have to look at it. Look, my, my, I was, my parents took me in, in their home. When I was a kid, I have to take them into my home when, when, when they need me. It's a pirayin chayv, it's paying off a debt. So that's the Reb Chaim, he says this from, from Yushami, that it's a pirayin chayv. He says, Avado, that, that's, that's the correct thing to do, that's the right thing to do. If your parents want to move in with you, you're paying off the debt that, that you moved in with them. Right? You spent 25 years in their house, and now you have to take them into your house. What if it doesn't work, though? Again, that's obviously, that is the ideal. But what if it's just not manageable? Every situation is different. What if your, your wife can't take it? What if it just, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where, again, a line has to be drawn between taking care of my parents' needs and taking care of my family's needs, my family, my wife, myself. So that, that line does have to be drawn, and there, there's sometimes a, a painful uh, decision does have to be made that, look, I would love to do it, it would be amazing, but it just, it, 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 it's, it's coming to the point that it is detracting from me being able to run my own life properly. When that point comes, then a person does have dispensation, is exempted from this, um, but, you know, one should never be too quick to judge on their own. Now, obviously, we have, everyone has their negis, it's easier to not have to have extra people in your home, it's easier to not have less things to deal with, not more, a person definitely should should be very careful and speak it out with somebody to make sure, you know, that you're doing the right thing. But happens to be, it, does, it is mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, this exact scenario uh, is brought down in, in Evan Ezer, that someone wants to take, a husband wants to take his parents, and his wife says, I can't, it's not going to work for me. Says, I'm a, you know, I, I, can't, I, can't, I, I can't live with your parents in the same house. It's, just, it's not going to work for me. So Shulchan Aruch Paskins, if it's mamish, your, your Shalom bias versus your Kibbutz of Aim, you have to go with your Shalom bias and you have to make the difficult decision not to take your parents in. But again, one should not be quick and in a rush to, 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 to ever pass on these things. They need to be spoken at. They need to be uh, discussed. Um, but again, the ideal is Kibbutz of Aim does go at Kedekach that a person should take their parents in if you mayhem. We look at it as a Pirayin Chayv. We look at it as Mamish doing for them what they did for me. But that does have to be balanced again a person's, against a person's own uh, needs and his own situation. And thank you all for joining. We'll continue with Hashem. Next week, we'll get into the topic of who has to foot the bill for Kibbutz of Aim. Is, is, do I give my father the bill? Do I have to spend the money? And more exciting topics. Thank you all for joining. Everyone should have a wonderful week. Don't forget the bench. Yeah. The Ash can make a, a Mazuman. This is all one Chaburo. Um, so whoever wants to make a Mazuman can make a Mazuman.